incredibly exciting. It's really about as a developer, that's an amazing feeling to have. Here at Latest PS5, we thank you all for listening to our show. We are two industry veterans who have worked within the video game industry for over 25 years. But we've been gaming for much longer than that. And it is that passion which brought this show together. Just two gaming dads with a love for PlayStation. Each week, we record and release our main podcast show titled Latest PS5. This show is available on all podcast services such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud and more. In this show, we go through all the latest news in the world of PlayStation, we answer your questions and in the most fun part of the show, Alex shows his freaky ability to be able to gauge which character we're talking about in Jeopardy form and Sonny shows his PlayStation encyclopedic memory as he's able to answer some very tough PlayStation questions. Can you guess the characters in Jeopardy? And can you get these PlayStation questions correct? To keep this show running, we have set up and host a Patreon for latest PS5. It is here where you can have access to a second PlayStation podcast each and every week titled Latest PSX. In this show, we deep dive into particular topics, run down our top lists, predict upcoming shows and so much more. As well as the audio, there are video versions of each show available for our Patreons. Each and every show in either format is available via early access as well, so you get early access to the show before it goes live on free feeds. So what are you waiting for? Head over to www.patreon.com forward slash latest PS5 and from just $1 or £1 or €1, whatever currency you use, Each and every week, you could listen to two Jack Daniel drinking, PlayStation loving, Xbox and Nintendo bantering, Tekken arguing, PS5 owning dads who are discussing real news each and every week. Alright, alright, alright. With that being said, this episode of the latest PS5 is brought to you by Adam Batty, Martin Batterbury, Scott McCluskey, Paulio, Doug Saylor, Rai Rai Sora and Ken Nace. Thank you so much for your support. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the latest PS5. I'm your host, Sonny Sangera, and today I'm joined by absolutely nobody. Yep, this week has been crazy for work when it comes to myself and Alex as well. We just couldn't get our schedules together. It's so bad this week that I'm actually recording this episode in the car whilst I'm driving. We don't like to do that. We like to play off one another. So the plan is going forward. If either I can't do it or Alex can't do it, we'll get somebody else in to join us to be able to, you know, bounce news back and forward and things like that. But speaking of news, there's quite a lot this week. Diverse lineup of news to be exact because last week was quite slow. We were stretching for news stories. This week we have sales numbers, acquisitions, reasons for delays. There's it's a fun week really so again i apologize in advance if you wanted to listen to alex as well this week it's just me it's short it's sweet just like liverpool's title reign 
so let's get straight into the news right now actually actually before I get into the news just a disclaimer I will not be talking about eFootball in this episode because if you know you know and if you don't Ronan Keaton said it best you say it best when you say nothing at all right I'm crying inside let's get to the news okay number one and this is a big one one that's been rumored for months and it's finally become official today Sony Interactive Entertainment has acquired Shadow of the Colossus and Demon Souls remake developer Bluepoint Games the company has announced Bluepoint Games president Marco Thrush released a statement that he and the company are thrilled and proud of the work that they have done up until now and cannot wait to show everybody what's next and we can't wait either holy shit there's a van in the road anyway excuse the van the 70 strong team are working on an original project and he was quoted as saying our next project we're working on original content right now we can't talk about what it is but that's a next step in the evolution for us Sorry if I keep pausing while I'm talking. I just don't want to go head on uh, into another car while I'm driving. Um, Yeah, interesting. You know, 70 Strong, they're talking about an original project. It's interesting. They didn't say new IP. They didn't say an original IP. They basically said an original project. So really, really interesting to see um, what's going to happen on that side of things. Now... This is the fourth studio that Sony has acquired in 2021. You know, very, very interesting because they are acquiring and snapping up quietly these teams that really will add something to PlayStation Studios. Um, It's really interesting because if you think about it, you look at Demon's Souls, you look at Shadow of the Colossus remake, you look at Ico remastered, you look at the Nathan Drake collection... Bluepoint have done some big things. Now, don't get me wrong. What I want, what I really want, is a Resistance Remastered Trilogy. That's what I want. And I know you all agree with me. But moving on from that as well, um, a prominent figure on social media, Millie Armand, she stated uh, well before Bluepoint was acquired that they were going to be acquired by Sony and that they actually have two projects in development at the moment. One is a remake and the other is an original game that is roughly the same size as Miles Morales. Again, this is just somebody saying it. This person, from the looks of it, has a very, very good track record. That's why I wanted to bring it up because it is something that Sony is looking for their first party studios to do you know they beef it up they have multiple projects on the go because you have multiple projects it doesn't mean they're moving at the same pace one could be in very slow like pre-production and planning stages while the other one is in development that's the sort of thing that we're talking about here and you don't acquire Bluepoint to make a new IP don't get me wrong we all love new IPs but Sony's got plenty of studios to do new IPs Bluepoint specialize in remakes I want remakes. I want the Resistance remake. So let's do that one. Just on a side note, 
before we move on as well Demon Souls which was obviously the remake from Bluepoint which launched on the PS5 back in November has now sold over 1.4 million copies now you're probably thinking that's not much that's not much but think about it this way there's around 12.5 million PS5s 13 million PS5s sold and 1.4 million demon souls that's about uh, do my quick math about 8% 8.3% of all ps5 owners have purchased demon souls and again if you're thinking well that's not a lot you got to remember what type of game demon souls is you know it is a hardcore game it is age rated it isn't everybody's cup of tea it is very challenging just ask asim tanvir <laughs> but at the end of the day that's a great accomplishment for a game of that genre and of that difficulty so i'm excited it's another acquisition it's another first party studio it's a prominent first party studio in blue point and can you imagine what they're going to pull off visually on their next ps5 project after seeing what they did with demon souls so that's another one in the cap for sony i think we're all excited for that and we cannot wait to see what blue point have up their sleeve next Okay, number two, and this one's a real quality achievement, if that makes any sense. Number two, despite severe supply constraints and lockdowns, the PS5 is now the fastest selling PlayStation to reach 1 million units in the UK. Oh, God save our Queen. Yes. Um, So basically, in comparison to the PS4, it achieved 1 million units sold in 39 weeks, which is three weeks faster than when the PS4 hit 1 million units in the UK. And if you cannot remember, there wasn't any supply constraints from a manufacturing standpoint, but the demand for the PS4 was ridiculous. You know, absolutely ridiculous. It was so popular. Let me give you an example. You could buy a PlayStation 4 for £399. You could trade it in to somewhere like CEX, which is like a trade store, for like 450 So you could make profit and then go and buy another one and still have £50 profit. That's how popular PS4 was. But the fact that the PS5 has beat that Not to mention the competition it has in the form of the Nintendo Switch and also to some extent the Xbox Series X and S as well as having a pandemic and people staying at home and the supply constraints to do it 3 million units faster is an absolutely amazing feat. So that is great news for PlayStation. What's also great news for PlayStation in the UK? The PS5 remains the best-selling console in the UK for 2021 and that's coming into september so number one is the ps5 number two is the nintendo switch and number three is the xbox series x and s consoles now i would expect the nintendo switch to take over towards the end of the year mainly just for stock there should be a lot more nintendo switch stock available obviously as well I can't remember the release date for that pile of shit that is the OLED machine. But if that does come out before Christmas as well, 
the very, 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 very gullible Nintendo fans will also buy the OLED machine, even though, and pay extra for it for no reason. So, um, yeah, I can see the Nintendo Switch overtaking it, but it's a great race. I'll be honest with you, I did not expect the PS5 to be able to keep up with the Nintendo Switch in the UK because so many kids want to play a Nintendo Switch. So, again, that's another amazing feat for the PS5 on that front. And also, just to get that final nail in the coffin for any fanboys out there as well, in regards to accessories, yes, we do track the accessories here in the UK as well. The best-selling accessory in the UK for 2021, as expected, is the PS5 DualSense controller. Also making up the top five is the 3D Pulse headset and the black midnight black playstation controller you know um so the fact that that's only been out for a small amount of months and it's already in the top five for the year shows how popular new colors for the dual sense controllers have been so yeah a great all-round performance from playstation 5 hardware here in the uk for 2021 to date it's absolutely stunning absolutely amazing and yeah it's still very hard here in the uk to get a hold of the PlayStation 5. I spoke to my cousin who lives in Germany. He feels like there hasn't been a PlayStation 5 available in months, yet people still get them. So it's just across Europe, the retail scene for PS5s, it's in, it's gone. It's still very popular, which is great news. So if you have one, congratulations. If you don't have one, keep trying, you will get one. Okay, so moving on. Christopher Judge, the actor who voiced and motion captured Kratos in the reboot of God of War back in 2018 took to social media this week to basically just tell everybody that the game was delayed due to health reasons for himself you know as we know the God of War Ragnarok was announced just before the PlayStation 5 launched in 2020 it had a release date of 2021 which then got pushed back into 2022 so Christopher Judge on social media said 100% in my feels right now. I need to be forthcoming. This has been approved by no one. To the beloved fandom, Ragnarok was delayed because of me. August 2019, I couldn't walk. Had to have back surgery, both hips replaced, and knee surgery. They waited for me to rehab. There's a lot more back and forth from Christopher Judge and obviously developers from sony santa monica but again this is just proper transparency from kratos himself to come out and say that look i know you wanted the game i know the game has been delayed and he didn't want it to be on the burden of the development team he came out and told everybody that look it's my it's it's the my health is the reason why and that's all and you have to commend him for that so if you are on social media just search for christopher judge on twitter or instagram just like his posts you know because it was true honesty on that front and you can do nothing but appreciate that okay i want to stay with god of war for this next one because this one i've been keeping an eye on for a while it's been really intriguing really interesting so if you already know um ign did a poll recently for the greatest game of all time now 
IGN set this up and conducted the tournament um, to name the greatest game of all time. This was done via voting across multiple social media channels, you know, YouTube, their website, Twitter, Instagram, everything across all social channels. They started with 64 games in this bracket, so games like Zelda Breath of the Wild, Horizon, God of War, GTAs, Gran Turismos, FIFA, Madden, all the big games, Call of Duties, they were all in there, The Witcher, everything. And it was God of War that was voted the greatest game of all time. Now, think about that for a minute. Now, if you're thinking, oh, it's just IGN, over 26.6 million votes were cast. 26.6 million. That's a quarter or just under a quarter of the PS4 install base. That's huge, right? Nintendo fans were voting. PC fans were voting. PlayStation fans were voting. The 7 Xbox fans were voting. There was a lot of voting involved. So to give you an idea of how God of War made it to the final, in round one, it went up against PC juggernaut StarCraft, followed by round two, where it went up against the hugely cult classic popular Portal 2 and then in round 3 it went up against Elder Scrolls Skyrim so obviously the first 3 games that it went up against were huge but it breezed through in the quarterfinal a real challenger came up for God of War it went up against The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt now The Witcher 3 has sold millions and millions of copies it's multi-platform it has a Netflix show you thought that could have gone for it where people were voting with obviously The Witcher being more prominent in their minds but no it managed to just squeeze past that juggernaut into the semi-finals where it went up against the beloved Grand Theft Auto San Andreas now listen if you're an OG gamer and you had a PS2 you played GTA San Andreas you're even cooler if you played it or you felt cooler if you played it under 18 but that game was the ultimate Grand Theft Auto for many many people God of War went up against it in the semi-finals and God of War made it to the final where what did it go up against ladies and gentlemen yep you guessed right Grand Theft Auto 5 this game does not leave sales charts it does not leave anything it just keeps going and it made it to the final of the greatest game of all time competition via IGN. So the final was God of War versus GTA 5 and the winner, as I said at the top of the story, was God of War 2018. I truly concur, what a game, absolutely stunning, absolutely amazing. What would you class as your greatest game of all time? Leave a comment on the podcast episode or at www.patreon.com forward slash latest PS5 or you can tweet or DM us. It'll be really interesting to see what you guys think is your greatest game of Let's all move time. on to some questions. The first question we have is from a Hibber based in Leicester. Hi, latest PS5 team. As you know, the excitement always comes when we are getting a new game on a new release day. So my question for you is this. What has been the most excited you've been picking up new hardware? 
and what was your most exciting game launch that you went out to get the game not digitally purchased but by a retail thank you for the show and keep up the good work oh wow hibba you know <laughs> so many memories absolutely so many memories for these i think i could tell a whole episode of the craziest stories about me and buying console launches to give you an idea when the ps2 came out i lived in scotland at the time and i was on holiday when the pre-order started so by the time i got back you can imagine scottish stores don't usually get that many consoles and stuff like that nobody had a pre-order i had to wait until i came to birmingham to do a pre-order so when the ps2 came out i caught a train for six hours to birmingham to buy the ps2 and take it back up to scotland crazy right but i think the most excited i've been for hardware i think it it actually is the ps5 you know because a number of reasons it was my son was older he was only a baby when the ps4 came out i think yeah um so he didn't know what was going on but i was just like oh my god i'm buying a console with my son he was super excited and really really you know devastated that he had to go to school (laughs) so what we did is we got up really early um, got the console before he went to school but furthermore it was obviously during lockdown in the UK so in November we were in lockdown and I just remember that as soon as we went into lockdown first of November there was uncertainty on if we could pick our machines and stuff but obviously game were allowed by law to do click and collect so we had to pay beforehand but then my wife got COVID and the day we were allowed back out was the day the PlayStation launched so I was stuck at home with these two crazy kids trying to homeschool them thinking about PS5 and yeah it was just crazy so to actually go out and buy it on the day I was so excited I was so excited for my son and also I was super excited because I knew Alex and his brother were coming over as soon as I got home to play the PlayStation 5 you know there's great memories but when you can share them with the people you love you know and the people you've grown up with and love and your brothers and things like that it's absolutely stunning i absolutely loved it so in terms of hardware the ps5 is the most excited i've been to buy one as for games it's crazy absolutely crazy again it's a similar thing you know the people you're with at the time or the circumstance like if you live in the birmingham area in the uk you remember that when games came out you used to go up the palisades ramp to game on the corner or electronics boutique you'd go and buy the game and things like that but i'm trying to think many there's many many games i think every single pez on the ps2 iss pro evolution soccer 2 and the ps1 but i think every pez is up there but i think the most excited i had in terms of an individual game to go out and buy was probably Metal Gear Solid on the original PlayStation and you've heard Asim talk about Metal Gear Solid 1 in the other latest PS5 show called My Gaming which is where we list our top fives if you haven't go through the feed find Asim's you'll see Metal Gear Solid is in his list find Alex's you'll see Metal Gear Solid is in his list what a game I remember obviously just playing that demo 
from the official PlayStation magazine over and over and over again, just dying for the game to come out. And then the game finally came out. I was so excited. Me and my brother busted down to Birmingham, got the game. I don't know why the guy sold it to us. We were well under age. And oh, what a game. What a game. You know, just the excitement to think I can finally pass that, you know, the tank hanger that the demo always ended on. I was so excited. So, yeah, Metal Gear Solid for me, without a shadow of a doubt, is the game I was most excited to pick up. Our second inquiry comes from Stephen in Hertfordshire. And Stephen asks, Hey, Sonny. You've spoke about wrestling games and WWE on previous episodes. My question for you is this. What is your all-time favorite wrestling game of all time? Ah, oh, you call what? That is a tough one. There's some good games out there, you know. Um, you're talking like the arcade stuff from the PS1 and the Mega Drive to the simulation of like end of PS1 to PS2. Oh, tough one. I think my I go with my gut, obviously, and what came to my head straight away was the Nintendo 64 games and um, a PS2 game in particular. So the Nintendo 64 game that comes to mind is WWF WrestleMania 2000. Now, I know a lot of people say No Mercy, No Mercy, but I didn't play No Mercy on the N64. Who the fuck had an N64 by the time No Mercy came out? We're in PS2 land, people. Come on. Come on. We don't stick with that sort of stuff. But yeah, WWF WrestleMania 2000 on the Nintendo 64, that was amazing. You know, it just felt better to play. The fact that you could create a character over a wrestler and he would turn up in the intro video things like that and it just played really really well you know it was better than WCW NWO Revenge because it was WWF obviously and it was the genesis for what would become No Mercy a game I never played but uh, so for the N64 there's that one and then the other one is for the PS2 which was WWF Here Comes the Pain Here Comes the Pain what a game what a game it had still to this date the best career mode like story mode that you could change by wins and losses what I, I don't understand how a PS2 game could pull that off but games today and over the last few years from WWE they can't I mean don't get me wrong these showcase modes are cool but it's just, you nah you need to be able to change it like I remember this one story element in here comes the pain where i won the royal rumble and you're the number one contender for the championship at wrestlemania but a wrestler comes in and in my case this time it was kevin nash and they do everything they can to obviously try and stop you from main eventing and there is one bit where the general manager at the time says that if you touch Kevin Nash at any point you will lose your title shot you won't go to Wrestlemania and then every week you are having a match and he comes out on interference and you can attack him or you can't and then there's interviews where he's taking the piss out of you and it keeps giving you the option to attack or do nothing they do everything they can and if you don't do anything you go to the main event of Wrestlemania but if you attack you think oh I'll get another shot I'll fight Kevin Nash or something no 
you don't. You lose your title shot. I literally opened WrestleMania on the opening match. I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh my God, he actually took my title shot because he was in the main event of WrestleMania. But the, the, the lineup as well, it had Goldberg, it had Lesnar, it had The Rock, it had the NWO, and it, it had one of the best, absolute best rosters at the time. It played great, it was impactful, it was hard-hitting. It's everything you kind of want to see in a WWE game today. You know, I'm really excited to see what, obviously, the next WWE game from 2K is going to be like because they're not pandering to the WWE the game wasn't ready that does alarm me a little bit but the game wasn't ready so they're like no we're delaying the game and this is WWE we're talking about who can't have been happy but if 2k are saying the game's not ready we'll release it when we're ready I'm confident in them you know they believe in their own product they believe in their game I'm stupidly excited about it but is it gonna match here comes the pain oh it's hard to say man we need to see what the story mode or career mode is like but yeah the answer to your question is wwf here comes the pain on the ps2 the ps3 games were shit let's be honest the ps4 games were pretty much the same they went all that um they were okay but again you need a reason to play and can i just give a special mention to the playstation one games you all know what i'm talking about WWF Wrestlemania and WWF In Your House which was all about fantasy 2.5D fighting it was shit when you look back on it but it was fun and then came WWF Warzone which had that really dodgy wooden table in the corner that you'd break if you just walked near it Um, that was such a hilarious game and then came the creme de la creme of WWF Attitude that was the best game for blood in it and weapons and everything it was so 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 good and then obviously we got WWF Smackdown and the far superior WWF Know Your Role oh and a shout out to Know Your Role where you got to be like the general manager of Smackdown or Raw and you got to book a show and you actually got a TV rating for it and if you kept using wrestlers they got tired and injured and things like that what a mode what a mode so shout outs to them but yeah best wrestling game of all time for me WWF here comes the pain okay guys well Alex is not here so we can't do any gaming jeopardy and I would honestly cheat if I was doing the questions to myself so question one would be like what color is the PS5 side plates white yes I got it right Woo! Uh, you know, I did think. What's the name of the pad? The Dual Sense. Woo! Uh, what was the name of the Spider-Man game? Miles Morales. Woo! Yes, look at that. Free for free. PlayStation 101, baby. I'm only joking, listeners. If you're thinking, what the hell is he talking about? Go back to previous episodes. We always end the show with two segments: PlayStation Jeopardy uh, or Gaming Jeopardy. Sorry, where Alex has to guess what the gaming character or game is via Jeopardy form. And I have PlayStation 101, which is where I get asked really, really tough questions uh, about PlayStation heritage and PlayStation history to get it. I don't, I'm not one to brag or anything like that, but I am currently 15 for 15. What can I say? You know what I mean? That's that Manchester United shizzle in me right now. 
but well, that's an, an, another podcast entirely, right? But anyway, listeners, apologies again that Alex is not on the show this week. We will get it back to normal next week. And going forward, if either me or Alex are unavailable for a show, we will look to get somebody else on there just so we can have that back and forth banter about games, the latest news, answer questions. And this person can try Jeopardy or PlayStation 101 questions as well. With that being said, again, thank you very much for listening. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Don't forget to like and subscribe on our YouTube channel, as well as more importantly, tell your friends about this show, you know, European Focus PlayStation Podcast, where we know what the hell we're talking about, and we both just love games, as you guys do. Thank you very much for listening. I'm surprised I didn't crash. Destruction All-Star style. I'm Sunny. I'm out of here. I've got the final word because I'm the only one on the show. You say your best when you say nothing at all. Sorry, Uzi. Good night, everybody.